Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. This episode is brought to you by La Quinta by Wyndham. Your work can take you all over the place, like Texas. You've never been, but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Late Night Drive. My name is Ellie Schnitt. I'm Michaela Oakland. And we are so happy to have you here joining us on our episode today in our car, in our little, what are you picturing today? I've got sort of a convertible situation in mind. I'm absolutely picturing a convertible. And you know what? Let's go with your nail color. Let's go with a lovely, light, a little lavender. lavender convertible car. And like, you can just lay down in the back seat. You can just spread out with your legs up, you know, mm-hmm. put, throw your arms out the other side. Oh, yeah, we've got you. We've got you. Love lavender. Lavender, surprising neutral. If you are ever like, I need a neutral that's not boring, like mm. lavender, because it looks so... I think it's my favorite color. It's my favorite color, a lovely light lilac. I think Yeah. I, it used to be a pink, and these days I've just really been in the lilac girl world. I don't know. You are in your lavender haze era. Did you see... Did, I texted you that ASU is offering a Taylor Swift college class. And why do these universities offer these courses and then they don't have me teaching them? That's like the mm. craziest part of it all. You should be like, a guest why would lecturer. You not- I should be the professor. They should reach out for an expert <laughs> and I will be a professor for a semester to teach that class. Oh my God. My friend Madeline the other night was telling me how when she was in college, She Rates Dogs was like a big part of their course material for a class crazy which is just so random but you know what i bet that the asu class is gonna have some ellie material (laughs) yeah they they better honestly they better you know i just am offended that Mm -hmm. they haven't even asked me yet but uh it makes sense that she would have a class because she's so literary and it's actually a really good way to learn about figurative language Mm-hmm. Um, and I in a fun in a way that's fun. Well, a lot of people are saying it's so such a stupid idea. Like it's stupid. I'm like, what do you mean? It's a great idea. It just because it's she has a fun mm-hmm. pop star girl doesn't mean it's not legitimate. Also, she's like not a fun. I mean, she is a fun pop star girl, but like, well, that's like the perception. A, a pen, you know, like go. I oh mean, yeah, I don't know. I could talk about it forever. <laughs> I'm sure that some colleges teach about Colleen Hoover and you know what? Oh, let's be so real. Just because one's an author and one's a musician and one's... They're both writing. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> Technically, we could do a class. We're writers. We tweet. Oh my God. I was asked to do a TED Talk once too. <laughs> That's huge. And you, sh- I can't believe that. We should do a TED Talk. We, we should like do a TED Talk together. That's what could it be about? What's like ooh, women scorned? women who have been scorned and what does that mean for women today Mm. that are currently being scorned and like what women are we currently scorning in our own lives and what is it Mm. within us that wants us to control the scorning what's the psychological we should um x-ray people's brains when they're scorning women yeah this is what's lighting up in your brain when you scorn a woman (laughs) we do this i think we've only done it on our bonus episodes the women scorn series we did um Mm. Is it two Anne now? Anne Boleyn and yes. Maliva Maruk. Mila, yeah. Maliva um, Maruk. Um, but it's like, I would love to do maybe like a current one. We should do like a like a modern one. Someone who's scorned. being scorned now. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting topic. Yeah. Well, guys, check out our Patreon. It's it's pretty fun. <laughs> I think it's fun. We have fun. Um. So I did go to the psychic. And again? Well, I never updated. Oh, you were going to the psychic. Yes, last, last time. week I was going to the right, psychic. Right, 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 now right. I've been to the psychic. 
You've been to the psychic. And I went with Brandy and Chrissy and their readings were so good. And mine was so incredibly off. And... (laughs) she was really good at like okay because she would start to say something and then the reaction would be like oh like maybe not and then she would be like oh and I but I meant it this way I meant it totally this is what I meant like for example when she brought up because I was like do you have any idea about like insights of people who've passed like people who've died she was like yes for you I see a man and a woman and then she was like who is that blah 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 and I was like oh my god yeah it's my best friend he died she was like I see it sudden um he wasn't sick it was like really unexpected I was like oh my god absolutely so true then she goes did you know he had feelings for you <laughs> and, I was, <laughs> and I, was, I was like uh he was very gay and she was like oh okay see what I mean though is like he saw you as his soulmate he like you had a soulmate connection and then I started crying and I was like that's so true but I but right. but then like after I left and I was out of the emotions of it I was like she definitely backtracked on that like she, she's like I fucked that up bad. <laughs> she, also that's a crazy thing to say to someone like did you know that your dead best friend did had you know feelings had for you feelings for you because it's like technically he can't you know <laughs> dispute <refute> it <laughs> Like, that wouldn't help my recovery process either. No, that would be no, like, that would not. <laughs> like, oh my God, what, what did I fuck up on? That's really funny. What is with that? I want to hear more about the psychic. I will just say that I find it very funny that I posted pictures of me and Zach on Instagram and every comment was like, okay. hard launch? Are you guys in love? So- and I was like, we don't look like this is a very clearly homosexual man. Can I tell you, though, the vibe was so the exact same of the photos of you and your ex like it had like (laughs) I literally thought that it was one of those photos when I first saw it I was like this reminds (gasps) me so much of the photos that he would post of you guys oh my god (laughs) well in many ways I did date a gay man but like Zach is like like gayer you know No, no no absolutely no absolutely and he is um yeah I just I was shocked at how many people thought that was my heterosexual boyfriend (laughs) also i just think i think that you guys would be lovely together and so maybe you should really would maybe you both should really reconsider (laughs) so yeah yeah i could fix him um you could fix him (laughs) he's in a beautiful relationship uh Um, yeah anyway he's a boyfriend he's just not my boyfriend oh well good for him that's good for him yeah Totally. Some of us are in relationships. Some of us good for you. relate to that, nice but good for us. <laughs> and, oh my God, crazy times for Michaela. I took yeah. shots this weekend. That's the craziest sentence you've ever said to me, I think. Everybody that I was with did yeah. not believe that I would do it. And then I feel like, because I was like, wow, no one expects mm. this of me. It's like... <laughs> Oh, let me be crazy. It's like the most normal thing to do, but I'm like, ooh, this will get no, a reaction. Like, I can get a reaction. I'm going to do shots this weekend. <laughs> and the next day, I well, I did throw up immediately. And of course, I was like, why did I poison myself? I literally poisoned myself, but I had a great time. I had a great time with my friends. It was a friend's birthday. And I feel like sometimes if a friend wants to go to the bar for her birthday, sometimes you need to be a little bit more of a fun girl. <laughs> And I know how hard that is. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm really proud of you, although shots was a choice. I I did shots this weekend, too. We went to mm. a little bar for a little drink before the Maisie Peters concert. And the bartender, like, okay, so there was a sign on their wall that said, uh, if you tag us on Instagram, we'll give you a free shot. Mm. We noted this. We're like, that's an interesting marketing tactic. But then the bartender... I think he was in love with us. And he was like, I saw that you tagged us on Instagram. And I said, no, we did not do that. And he's like, oh, no, I think you did. And oh. then he just gave us shots. And we were like, we we're like, I don't want to do shots. Wow. I really don't want to do that. But they, he said it was mostly water. And I was like, you're right. Let's just, it was like a mixed shot, you know. Um, what a, so that's different. What a down ass bitch. He's such a real what one a down for that. Ass bitch. Yeah. He wouldn't do it with us, though. Mm. So I'm not that down of an ass bitch. Wait. (laughs) Anyways. He's not that down of an ass bitch. He is not that down of an ass bitch. Um, (laughs) And I've always, I've really always said that. (laughs) Maisie Peters was great. I had like a lovely weekend. I spent time outside. I 
um it was nice it was a nice weekend it looked like a lovely weekend it mm-hmm. in the Maisie Peters concert it looked like you just had a lovely wonderful emotional good fun time with happy energies she's very talented and it's cool that I got to take that first of all that they gave me the tickets for free um and the, then I got to treat a friend yeah that's you know? so fun who's like a big fan I was like oh I'm the coolest friend ever that happened to Chrissy this weekend at the Taylor Swift concert that is very cool so I can't believe she went on closing night that's crazy yeah I had no idea honestly I checked her location I was like oh SoFi Stadium okay have fun girl um (laughs) (laughs) but I went to a hummingbird sanctuary yesterday Okay, why didn't you tell me about it? You didn't text me about this. This is the kind of thing that I want to hear about. It was like a last minute decision with my mom um, because I was looking at Airbnb experiences because I love to do that in my free time. You do. And Mm. there was like tea at a hummingbird sanctuary. I'll send you videos. It was so sweet. Oh my God. There were like 40 little hummingbirds and there was a woman there who's just like an expert on hummingbirds and she was telling us all the names of them and it was only me and my mom. And it was really cute, and she had like little biscuits and stuff for us. Yeah, I don't know how I did. This I is like do that so bad. And then my mom I don't and know I why you didn't tell me. Yeah, my mom and I were talking about you because obviously I got tea with you most recently, and I should have told you about it immediately. But I guess for some reason it didn't stick out in my head. I was just like, that's just something. It's fine. Something. Yeah, I need to post. I, I need to post my story about going to the hummingbird sanctuary because you know you do. Why am I not in? Why am I not letting people know about every single thing that I've done? <laughs> Well, you have to. Yeah. That's the way that it works. That's how That's how you make money in this world. <laughs> it's true. Wait, it is true. Did you see Obama's brother? <laughs> have you seen his post? His, Obama's brother's post where he calls him a slur. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> we're not laughing at the slur, but no, we're laughing well, at the post being ridiculous. Kind of. He writes me in a fake ass <laughs> snake parentheses President Barack Obama when he was a nobody <laughs> before he became a snob in all caps. And then someone else goes, is he gay? <laughs> well, you know what he says. You know what he says. <laughs> I do know what he says. That is so um, funny. Apparently, he has a book about him, too. I have never heard of this beef. I didn't even know that he had a brother. I didn't either. I had no idea that there was, like, this ongoing family Obama's feud. just like me for real. <laughs> Nobody knows that Ellie has a brother. <laughs> My brother doesn't even know that I have a brother. <laughs> People mostly don't know that I have a sister, I think. Yeah, yeah, that you're the youngest. I, yeah, they're seven and eight years older than me. So it doesn't. That's crazy. It makes more sense. So it I doesn't feel really like. feel like that. Yeah. It gives you like only child energy, but with like the essence of a youngest child. You know. Yeah, I really do have both only child and youngest child energy, which like isn't. But so do I. Right. But we have it in a good no. way. We have it in a cute way. We're cute. Every single we've <laughs> always been cute. Everything about us is cute. Every single week, Ellie and I will have a conversation where I'm like, you know what. I really think that we're actually very normal and like sane, good people. And then I'll break down why I think that. And Ellie will be like, absolutely. And you know what? I've always said this. And this is also why we're so normal. And then I'll be like, exactly. People don't get this about us. It's just two insane bitches being like, and we're actually so normal. No, because we're so normal. Because we are. Here's the thing. But the thing is that we. <laughs> because I'm not doing a bit right now. No, I'm, I'm not serious. either. I'm not either. Because when we're crazy, we're so honest about that. We don't. Mm, we don't have hidden open. crazy. We don't have hidden crazy, no. and that's the worst part. It's all on the surface with us. What you see is what you get. We are not hiding mm. anything about ourselves. We're like Obama's you know? brother. So, we're like Obama's brother. We're really putting it out, all of it out there. And so we're actually like really normal. And also like considering how not normal we could be. Right. And how crazy we could be. Yeah. We're so sane and normal. And I feel like people really need to like keep that one in mind. Yeah, it's actually the Barack Obamas you have to watch out for and not his brother. I really wanted to talk about um, the Foundation is Dead article that I sent Wait, you. Fascinating. And I do think that there's something really interesting there because, well, can I know, tell me? Yes. Read the 
So the original yes. tweet is a foundation is dead article. Gone are the days of full coverage foundation that conceals all of skin's flaws. A new era is ushering in a wave of self-acceptance. And then someone else quote tweeted it, which I thought was compelling. It's not a new era of self-acceptance. It's what I said last year about how beauty shifted to being about the semblance of biological advantage rather than skill. We see this transition through the shift towards skincare, surgery, injectables, lash extensions. So I found this very compelling because I could see, I see both. For instance, like I do think in general that like if you are doing lighter makeup, that is probably better for your self um, view or like, yeah, self esteem Mm. and maybe like your skin in general, probably it's better for like in general, I think like changing the way you look less is probably for the best. But then what this person Mm. quote tweeted, I also think is very true that it's actually just like a new beauty standard that uses more secretive ways a lot of the time not every time but like right now there's um like a self-tanner that actually really kind of works like foundation does because it's got this like layer Mm. of blurring your skin and eyelash extensions and eyebrow tinting and botox and filler and like I don't know, like just different. There's even like lip dyeing things that people can put on now. And then they Mm -hmm. post a story like all I'm wearing today is concealer. And it's like, well, technically that's the only makeup you're wearing. Yes. (laughs) But (laughs) uh, no, well, it's an interesting thing because I think that in 2020, we had this really interesting shift because prior to 2020, uh, makeup was heading in this direction. But if you'll recall, if you recall, mm-hmm. makeup was a lot heavier, like 2016 oh God, 20, Jenna through 2019. Yeah, and, but that even, you know, like, like that beauty gurus. powder, yes, like, yeah. You were really packing on makeup. You were doing really intense eyes. Your eyebrows were like giant blocks on your head mm-hmm. that didn't even look like real hair. Like this was the trend, as weird as it like sounds, as negatively as I'm talking about it now it's like yeah I did do like a harsh contour and I did do all those things and then 2020 there was uh started the trend of like no makeup makeup because none of us were going outside and didn't have anywhere to go with makeup like that and also we were wearing masks and like Mm -hmm. we didn't want to get makeup on it was just gonna smear and so you saw this trend of like very um okay natural looking makeup your face but better like that's the trend um and they called it all these things clean girl makeup and like all these kind of things on tiktok which are just it's just no makeup makeup and it's like uh, fine totally cool um but yeah and i i was wondering if we were gonna see a shift back toward um more makeup like that would have been my prediction because um after well okay because historically speaking right we had a hundred years ago, we had the Spanish flu, which by the way, I guess is like a, not a slur, but it's like you're not supposed to. Well, they called it that to blame Spanish people. Oh, the oh flu. just inaccurate and like, <laughs> like misleading. But yeah, the influenza in 1918 and then right after that, because people were, had just gotten out of lockdown, it was like the roaring 20s and makeup had this real revolution of real and, and fashion did too of excess and mm-hmm. sparkles and feathers and sequins, you know, um, and I was expecting that we would have a similar shift but it is interesting that instead you have seen people talking more about fillers and Mm -hmm. um lip blushing and like all this stuff that you can do uh and trying to look like you're not wearing any i'm just naturally like this and they're even doing i don't know if you've seen this (laughs) the girlies the children have started doing skull phrenology. Oh, I did see that. Oh my god, that was They're just r- so concerning. Good. I just saw like Lisa from Blackpink was one of the girls in that like viral photo that was going around on Twitter about that. It was like it's like angel skull yeah, versus witch, witch skull, but then it's like just someone who does not have like Eurocentric beauty <laughs> features versus someone who does. And it's like, uh-oh, we're inventing anti-Semitism <laughs> in 2023. Well, also <laughs> don't don't do that. <laughs> I do feel like I've noticed um, more filters again recently on TikTok, but ones that really look more natural. Look really like natural. Like ones yeah. that you, like our, our filters used to be very obvious, I think. And it's like, oh, it's a filter yes. and like you look it's pretty, but everyone. Right. <laughs> and then even the ones like before this year, I feel like it was still a little bit more obvious because it would do something like grainy to the photo or it would do other stuff like it had other things to it yeah but the ones on looked like unnatural yeah Yeah. but the ones on tiktok are like 
so shocking like I'll have no idea that it's a filter because they kind of put it in a place where other stuff can be and I'm I'm usually not gonna look not really looking (laughs) I think just like in general it's best to not worry about whether or not someone's like naturally beautiful or if they've like had a bunch of stuff done like I think influencers do have more of a responsibility to not lie to you and like to not be like oh my god this is all I ever have to do but I think like there are naturally stunning people and there are people who are just rich and have been able to do so much and both are going to exist and like whether that insanely gorgeous girl in front of you is like one or the other like I think it's just best for the way that you feel about yourself to just not put so much into it in general like to just not care so much yeah and also know that like trends are trends and they are what they are but like you can do whatever makes you feel the prettiest and like that's what it's all about Mm -hmm. so don't worry oh my god can I tell you what this reminded me of (laughs) this was Mm. like okay there was a viral post recently about um you might have not seen this we might have different feeds in regard to this but like people were saying how old Roman statues would show all the lines in people's faces and like eye bags and stuff and then old Greek statues would be like very boyish um like very young looking they wouldn't show those flaws and how that shows you that the Roman culture was like realer and didn't care so much about beauty but it was really just this technique called verism where they actually exaggerated the lines in people's faces because (laughs) the standard for men was to make them look like oh they've worked so hard and they've like fought so many battles and they're so intelligent they've like done so much thinking so it's just like it's just a silly different way that people have done this is the standard of an attractive yeah and it's all silly anyways because like there's been uh, different beauty standards, cross cultures throughout time, throughout history, different things that have been found attractive. Um, and, and we're just in an unfortunate place where like with the Internet, there is like a homogenization of what the beauty standard is because we all have access to each other in a way that we haven't in the past. So that is making the beauty standard seem more uniform when before it's been a little more it's shifted. It's been different, you know? Right. Or you're a clean girl or you're like a gingerbread toast girl, like, or you're a very specific in a little box kind of girl. That's sort of the and same. It's like, I'm just a girl. Yeah. <laughs> what, what if I'm just a girl? Yeah, but it's okay, guys. There's, so, there's always going to be a new thing. There's going to be so many things. And <laughs> if you're not rich, it's just going to be hard to keep up. So it is going to be hard to keep up and that's okay. That's still slice. Uh, we did want to ask you guys because our manager asked us this. If there are <laughs> any like podcasts or podcasters that you would like to see us collaborate with or just like influencers or people who are interesting like have a lot to say about a specific topic that you think it would be fun for us to have on our show or like us go on their show let us know because we do know of other people and other shows but like probably not as many as you guys who are clearly podcast listeners um Mm. so send us a dm we read all of our dms on the podcast page Mm -hmm. I read the DMs and then I send them to Emma. You read the DMs and then you send them to me. <laughs> but I read my DMs. Yeah. Actually, mostly. Sometimes I don't. I know when I was sometimes when I was out the other day, I was checking my DM requests because I just like to see stuff. And then the other girls were like, oh, you look at those? Because I guess theirs are maybe They don't look. Worse. Probably. Mm, I don't know. Yeah. See, I don't look at mine a lot because they're often scary. But then there's also that one section where they just like hide them from you for no reason. I know. Like the filtered one. And I never, ever, I never look at it. But those ones are always normal. It's so weird. Those yeah. filtered hidden ones are always <laughs> normal. Well, sometimes they're like, beautiful girl. Right. Join company. <laughs> and you're like, maybe. <laughs> What are you offering? <laughs> I've been getting so many of those like OnlyFans manager. Um, oh my people. god! Like, if you want to start an OnlyFans, we can manage you, and like we bring like, people ten times more money. It's like, <laughs> it's like okay, Andrew Tate, like go away. <laughs> Even if I ever did make one, I wouldn't want someone else to just like get some of that money for what? <laughs> yeah, like what are you doing? You know. Now, if you were like talking to the men for me and all I had to do was take pictures, that's worth some money in my oh, opinion. Oh, I do know a couple people who've had that job too. Yes. 
that talk to the men. Yeah, sounds heinous. Yeah. Also, sounds, that's the worst part of it. <laughs> that it's surprising to me that that's like legal. You know, I, like technically, yeah. If it's, it's misrepresentation, so. And like people don't know that they're not actually talking to the girl. I don't think it's super common, but, but mm, it's pretty also common. like I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't feel sad for that. I know that you don't care. <laughs> um, uh, I wanted to say, oh, that Donald Trump has been indicted for a fourth time. Right. What does any of this mean? I know. OK, here's what I know, because I know very here's little. You know. I know Got that it. he is now being arrested and will have a mugshot. And that's new. And I know that there are a ton of other people on his campaign who are also now mm. in hot water, which I think is also new. That is also new. So what's new about this one is um, that it's a RICO charge. So it's RICO was originally invented to deal with the mob. It's like racketeering and organized crime, like that kind of um, like it's it's basically like conspiracy organized crime. Like if you're doing some kind of financial crime as well, um, that's how they bust you. If, if you're like an organized crime unit. So what they're what with a RICO charge, from what I understand is that you have there's mandatory minimums with RICO charges Mm -hmm. um, and you have to be convicted of at least two charges to serve that mandatory minimum. Um, I believe Trump has about 40 something (laughs) um, (laughs) on this. And this I would say the this is the Atlanta. This is the Georgia case. And the reason that this one is a big deal is because I think it's probably the the most like the most winnable in terms Mm. of election interference and like in terms of like conspiracy because he made that phone call to the governor, um, Brian Kemp, and he said, I need you to find 11,236 votes or however many it was. It was 11,000 something. And like that was like, I'm doing a crime and I'd like you to help me do the crime. Like, so it is funny. And yeah, most of his team, like his lawyers, Rudy Giuliani, like all those people also have been indicted uh, and he will have a mugshot and there's a good chance that the 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 trial will be televised which Wait. is just huge for content brained crazy people like me i this is actually probably the first time that i think a televised trial is ethical because it's almost always like a domestic <laughs> violence or like right, a house uh, yeah. or like mm. a murder situation of famous people but this one yeah. this one is a-okay by me this one i want to see that man on the stand like you would not believe and you just know he's gonna have such a hard time not like blurting like, out well, i didn't actually lie like- right or like blurting out something that actually makes it worse <laughs> for himself because <laughs> he gets like indignant <laughs> like oh god like the documents case is like funny and then there's the um, uh, he the the hush money one is fine, whatever. But this one I think is is pretty much a, as as open and shut as you can be with these things. And I'm not saying like he's definitely going to jail, but like this is the one if he was gonna get like f- fucked on one of them. Like this wow. this is kind of the one because he did very much sort of say like I'm trying to do election interference. <laughs> Help me do it, <laughs> which I love. So yeah, that's what's going on in America. <laughs> Why am I like picturing him as the hat man a little bit? Like he's kind of got like a silly goofy he hat man is energy. The hat man. Like a tipping you know a hat why? man. Because <laughs> it's because he have you ever seen the way he stands? Yeah, that's exactly why I'm thinking of it. Because he stands He has a very ominous stand. Like he's tipped forward on an angle it's in a way a that real, I don't know if it's not a real body. way to stand. Like it's it's really weird. It's like it's like He's a puppet and like someone's like just tipping his puppet forward. He's very like top heavy. He's like in the corner of your bedroom. <laughs> yes, like him just like leaning yeah, over literally. your bed. It's terrifying. Um, Elon Musk also weirdly top heavy. Oh. He has that like weird. He, Elon Musk, and no one has made this comparison, I don't think, because it's really niche. But he has the same body and like overall vibe of the guy with the rat circus in Coraline. Oh, wait, I'm going to rewatch that movie soon. So let's all rewatch that movie and confirm. Let's all rewatch, rewatch Coraline and you're going to be like, oh, my God, that is Elon Musk's exact body. That's what his body looks like. Just like a, a circle with like really thin legs. Like Gru? <laughs> he looks like. From Minions? Yes, like Gru. And like, I'm not trying to body shame, but also I don't care that much about <laughs> Elon Musk's body 
image issues. I do care, however... Well, this is an interesting shift in topic, but okay. also sort of makes sense. Um, so we there's been a, a bit of discourse about okay. men recently, oh, yeah. uh, about male loneliness. Mm. And I think it's actually really interesting because there's two halves of this, one which is true and one that is not true. Okay. And um, it's gotten messy. It's gotten into a bit of a mess. So mm-hmm. do you know what I'm talking about? Like no, with the absolutely. two halves of it? I know, well, so f- the first post that I saw, right. I think, was, like, the viral one that everyone is quoting. Um, I think just, like, I don't feel bad about the male loneliness epidemic or something because they could Have fix it themselves. Have you tried being a better person? Right, 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 right yeah. The quote is, yeah. And I think what I remember seeing is someone else quoting her and then me thinking that both of them kind of had a point. <laughs> they did because they're both, they're making two different they're talking about two different things right okay because there is like actually a very real situation where young men are feeling isolated where young men are killing themselves and turning to um you know uh, drugs and turning to self-harm and turning to incel communities Mm -hmm. and like there is a bit of a crisis with young men and older men as well in that situation But this uh, is a different argument from the people who are saying that this is because of women. Mm. Um, So like this is a true thing that's happening, but it's not true that it's because women keep rejecting men or women are bitches or whatever. So what she's talking about are the guys who say, oh, male loneliness is such a problem. It's because women are bitches. (laughs) And what the guy quote tweeting it is talking about is like, okay, yeah, let's just write off all these men who are actually struggling. Right. They're both right and they're both wrong. Exactly. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. I mean, this is happening to a huge extent in South Korea because there's such an issue of violent misogynism there that women are just like straight up not having sex with men, not marrying men, and they're so scared about the birth rate. And it's like, well, it's a direct response to you not being very nice. (laughs) And I think another part of the discourse is just like the the gendering of male loneliness and like yes i think it's becoming i think there is a specific male loneliness that's absolutely true but then i also think that they're taking it a bit far and acting like there's really only a male loneliness or like the the women yeah, like women could never understand right or like the it's women like women are lonely too yeah and like that the ones who are abstaining aren't also lonely they just like don't want to be treated like shit or maybe well it's like an it's the question of like well women are lonely too but generally speaking women are not shooting up schools because of that loneliness you know so like what's happening there because something is clearly happening Mm -hmm. and obviously guns that's a whole other question but like clearly something is causing this ideology to take root in young people yeah right but it's not it's not women rejecting them, and right? I, and I've also just seen like an annoyance with the fact that it's kind of worded as men have this deep feeling that women could never understand, that they like feel things in this like deeper, more sincere re- way when they do, you know? Like it's just like we could never get, we could never and, get what it feels like. And can I say something that would get me canceled and I'll just say it? Like I just, do, I honestly don't think that men have that deep of emotions. Stop. Like I think women experience things much deeper, but that's me being sexist, okay? Like that's not true. That's not empirically evidence i just think that my depth of experience is always going to be deeper than any given man i uh, well i think that in most cases (laughs) that in most cases with of course exceptions across different community lines most women have faced more pain in their lives due to the way society is built but the yes women are expected to take on a certain amount of pain yes and other people's pain that men aren't expected to take on but yeah you know it it it's messy it's a messy co- and that's why when I was talking to Ellie about this I was like we could talk about it or it's one that we could avoid <laughs> but I do I it is a, a topic that I am genuinely very interested in mm-hmm. especially with like young men and the ways that there's just not a lot of like positive I don't know like a lot of these young men fall down these like really right wing yeah. pipelines because like masculine, like the way that they're being taught about masculinity and 
what that means. And then that's causing that's probably what is causing loneliness because masculinity is about lone wolf, rigidity, mm-hmm. sigma male, sigma grind set. Don't go out with your friends. Go to the office. Like you're you're causing like this. Oh, crying is for women and she won't date you if you cry, you know, like these kinds of things. And that's probably not helping. <laughs> I know so many women who like didn't date anyone or have sex or like what have you till late in their 20s or like at any point. Yeah. And it was never this weird like bitter thing. It was maybe like a sadness of like, oh, is there something wrong with me or like blah, blah, blah. Mm. But it was never in this way where it drove them to a community where they had to find an excuse that like yes. made them violent. So what's, you know, what's going on with that? Like clearly something's going on with that. But this is one of those situations where I almost feel like when you think you've had such a unique type of hurt done to you, it actually makes you worse instead of accepting that this is a pretty common thing that happens to people. Like you feel lonely or you haven't like had sex with someone in so much time and you need to like really internalize it as like something seriously bad is happening to you when you would probably be more fine with it if you just accepted that you're not that unique or special and this is just like life. And it is. Uh, And so many people experience these things. And also, like, that helps with loneliness, too. Like, Mm -hmm. accepting that we are in community. But there is a sense of, like, loneliness being a problem in American society as a whole, too. Just because we really don't have a good sense of community. We don't really have a good sense of yeah like helping each other out anymore like I don't know Mm -hmm. it's it's sort of like you know that person tweeted about when there's a a child in your vicinity like it is your responsibility to make sure nothing bad happens to that child you know yeah and people were like super crazy about it and were like um no it's not it's actually not it's like that's such yeah we just don't have this sense of looking after each other as a community you know yeah that makes a lot of sense I definitely don't want to like close out this conversation with it sounding like we don't think loneliness is a big issue or like a really hard issue or you know something that's a big problem I think we've talked about it on this on the podcast (laughs) before actually like totally how bad loneliness has been especially recently but I also just think that there are large communities that take a concept and run with it and then turn it into something violent or like turn it into women's problems or like someone else's problem and it's just not a good way of bringing that conversation to the table and like having it be I don't know yeah no you're right and I I think there's certainly something there that should be looked at but I don't know like like, I don't know what it is, you know? And I don't and know I what I'm going to do about it for you. It's <laughs> not really my business. <laughs> Anyways, man, no, don't be lonely. Don't be lonely. You're so nice. Okay, anyways, should we pull over? I just really briefly before that want to say um, of course, that we will have a link for the mutual aid for the Maui fires in the description of mm. this podcast. Um because I feel like that's easier than us trying to like speak out what the names of the websites are and stuff like that. There'll be just an easy link, a card, one of those C-A-R-R-D links with all of the different things. Mm. There's like the bigger mutual aid funds and then there's like directly to the family options on there, a bunch of stuff. And um, we're thinking of all the people affected by those fires. It's really a horrific thing going on in Maui right now. With that, should we well pull said. over? Let's pull over and ta- let's talk about something really insane here. So beep beep, we're pulling over beep, beep. and we're pulling up to a giant tampon on the side of the road. And it's bursting. <laughs> you know why it's bursting? <laughs> because apparently, <laughs> apparently, since the invention of the tampon, they never thought to test it with actual blood. Can I be so for real? I so picture there being a male like person in charge of this and just being like, oh, just use water. Like that's probably what they're letting out. Yeah, I I am uh, disappointed, but not perhaps not that surprised. But uh, I'm a yeah, little what? surprised. <laughs> I'm a little surprised. It's a it's a product whose sort of only stated purpose is to soak up blood, and they never thought maybe blood is different than water. Um, but what I read was that it's saline and often sometimes just water in general, just water. <laughs> <laughs> that's not what it. Is. That's not even close to what period Did blood they- is. 
not to mention, like, not only is blood thicker than water, which is a common expression, by the way, <laughs> but like, not only is blood thicker than water, like, it's not just like the liquid blood that's coming out of you. Yeah. Like, not to be gross, but there's chunks sometimes. Like, yeah, it's clots and like, it's thick. Like, it's, it's at least discharge, like consistency you know yeah and then people will get confused because they'll say this amount is like a super heavy flow and this is like dangerous this is a scary amount of blood to be bleeding i was just thinking how like women's bodies are kind of like car engines where you're like okay this might be in the red zone but like i know her and she's fine and that's just like just how it goes with me i just bleed that much and it's always okay It's like, you know, like I should probably go get some gas, but I know that, that she can go a little bit longer. No, that's crazy. You know what else is crazy about tampons is that every time I wear a tampon, it makes my cramps worse. Do you use the organic cotton ones? Yes, but there's oh. something, oh, they just, oh, they're horrible. I mean, I think they're a great invention. I just, it makes sense that they never actually tested them with anything that makes sense because they've always been a little bit of a problematic product. Wait, was it tampons also? Yeah. Oh, shit. I thought it was just tampons. I thought it was pads. Maybe it was all period products because should we that ch- probably should also we check? makes sense. Should we check it? Should we check it? Where do we <laughs> Let's look? Let's check it just because like I... Okay, wait. I'm seeing menstrual hygiene products like tampons and pads. Okay, perfect, perfect. Then we're both right. And it's Great. all still we true. Both, thank God. It's still all true. All- <laughs> <laughs> we don't have to go back. <laughs> But um, if they, but, oh god if they were developing it with like period blood in mind it would be a completely different material than <laughs> if they were just trying to do it for a saint like it's crazy how different and how much better the product could be oh my god they do not care about women like like i just this they, is a historical issue of them like oh, not actually testing things they, on women's bodies or people of color's bodies they just like test everything on white men and then that's like what they write and how things work it's like appendicitis i've <laughs> talked about appendicitis a lot but like it's the funniest thing to me that it's described because mm-hmm. because when it happens to men i'm sure they've never experienced a sharp pain in their abdomen for no reason mm. but like my experience with appendix pain i was like yeah this hurts but like i certainly have had cramps that were way more painful you know this is not the worst pain in the world this is like something's off but I'm okay but like maybe it's like a I'm just having a bad period or gas pains or something like Mm -hmm. it's just funny it's like nothing is ever with us in mind and it should be and we've also talked about just like the gynecology tools that like everything is so out of date like the gynecology tools the period tampons and pads like they could be developing something that would be so much more comfortable if pads actually absorbed the blood and didn't have it just like sitting on top of it sitting there like that's why that's why it does that (laughs) it's not it didn't have to be like like that i was blaming myself we have diapers it's the same thing (laughs) it is not the same thing it is not the same thing as a diaper i'm not pissing myself i do think though i'm bleeding i feel like because this has become news there will be like a good new company by a woman coming out soon that's like We've seen these issues and hopefully they'll sponsor this podcast and we're coming out with a better absorption technology. <laughs> I mean, I thought that when they were using that blue water on the commercials, it was just because they thought it was gross to show blood yeah, on the commercials. But, that's really what but they- turns out that's what they were testing with. <laughs> That's They're so like, see, up. it works. We were all just like, we had blinders on and it was right in front of our faces. Like we <laughs> should have been like, something is up. This isn't absorbing. <laughs> And then instead, we're like, it must be my body. It's me. My blood is wrong. My blood is extremely bad, specifically. <laughs> this is so crazy. I, you know, and it's just, it's just crazy. And it also reminds me of when um, they had the first female astronaut go into space and they were like, how many tampons do you need for a week? Is 100 enough? And like, <laughs> that's what it reminds me of. It's like, maybe just... Yeah, well, I mean, look at the giant protruding pad and tampon with blood on the sides <laughs> of it. And <laughs> oh, sorry. what a beautiful, but no, our periods are beautiful and natural. <laughs> and drive away, like hit that reverse, hit that reverse. 
Yeah, and you know, just keep in mind, there's nothing wrong with your. Well, there might be something wrong with your period. Right. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like I, I'm not a doctor, but it's not your fault if p- products are not absorbing correctly. It's the product's fault. Yeah. If we find any kind of product in our mm. searches, or if you guys know of any and send it to us, we'll obviously mention it on the podcast and probably on socials as well. If anything comes up that actually does what it's supposed to do, totally. Um, but I also did want to say that, um. I had been using the, the period underwear Thinks. Well, it turns out, mm. <laughs> turns out Thinks had PFAS in it, which is like forever chemicals, and it was <gasps> giving people cancer. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so don't use Thinks. Don't use Thinks, but I love period underwear. So if they make a period underwear that's not toxic, let me know. Right, would be amazing. I do think would like a lot of people, cool. a lot of people like the cups. Um, but I'm just like oh not God, a girly who can do I'm just that. Not gonna do that. That just sounds so stressful to me. I don't know. No, because I just keep imagining that. Like, I'm sorry, I'm kind of clumsy. And like, and I just see myself somehow dropping it and creating a murder scene in the bathroom. <laughs> and I just don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. And and I hear you, and I don't either. So we're just gonna take our birth control every day and never get a period again. That's me personally. But good luck to you. <laughs> and if you're a person who gets their period, I just want to say I'm sorry that that happens to you. <laughs> Should we get to our little cute, fun, happy main topic? Um, we should. <laughs> I don't know if it's happy, <laughs> cute, fun. It's not. It's but not. But it, it's not. Maybe it'll be hopeful. But could be. Could be for you. Could be. We'll find could out. Could be for you. <laughs> okay. Late Night Drive with Ellie and Michaela is brought to you by BetterHelp. Um, so I love therapy. I have always been a huge advocate for therapy. I've been seeing my therapist for gosh, going on six years now. So she's basically like a homie, less of a therapist, more of a pal. Just kidding. She actually is really, really good at her job. And I have benefited immensely from therapy. I literally feel like I wouldn't be the woman that I am today if I didn't have therapy as a resource. I think it's so good to help you work through not only like your daily problems and, you know, your work issues or your friend issues, your relationship issues, but also like work through things that have been patterns in your life that maybe you've identified but don't really know how to fix or things like phobias, anxieties, things that you feel like you have a lack of control over. Therapy can be really helpful in making you feel like you do actually have control because you have more control than you think that you do. But I know that it is not easy for everybody to access therapy. And that's why I love today's sponsor, BetterHelp, because, uh, I mean, there are states in America even where there's like two therapists that take insurance, you know, like it's really, really important to have access to mental health and not everybody does. And BetterHelp makes it super, super easy. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give it a try. It is entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. So get it off your chest, whatever it is, with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash LND today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash LND. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. 
For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Okay, so today we are talking about friendship. Real. And we're, we're talking about some age-old questions. We actually got a specific DM from a listener who was asking, like, what the fuck do you do when your friends make plans in front of you? That in theory, you might not be invited to. Um, and then we thought we would also just talk more generally about that feeling, that funny feeling that we've all had of all of my friends hate me, mm-hmm. which is not always true. So not, maybe it's true. No, it's not true. Your anxiety is just telling it to you. And like, what do you do about that feeling? I think for Ellie and I, we have friend trauma. Um, I totally. think actually a lot of my friends now had these situations where growing up they were always like the one friend who was left out a lot of the time like everyone Mm -hmm. else would have a sleepover and you would find out about it because they posted a video on facebook and they were all doing a dance Mm -hmm. party and then you're like why wasn't i invited and they're like well you don't play soccer and then you're like well i do play soccer i'm just on a different team and then other girls on a different team were in the video too but it's so (laughs) it's okay but it's okay (laughs) maybe everyone was invited to katie wong's birthday party at the arcade and you know you weren't invited and there were lots of pictures on Facebook and you thought did I do something wrong why wasn't I invited because they've only known those girls for a week and it's Mm. high school and I wasn't invited yeah but you know it and it happens and it happens to all of us and it really (laughs) does and hopefully it happens less as an adult because now you get to pick your friends a little bit more like you Mm -hmm. you get a little bit more control over who's in your life um but then there's also like the modern equivalent I think of just seeing all your friends together on someone's Instagram story and being like, oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, and even though I'm like an evolved adult woman and I know that my friends love me and I don't have the same insecurities of like, um, maybe I'm just like the pity friend or like whatever, like I still get a twinge in my mm. gut and I think to myself, Am I doing something wrong? Do they secretly hate me? Yeah. Did they forget to invite me? Did they have a conversation of should we invite her and said no? Ooh, ooh, you know, worse. <laughs> that's the worst. Which one. is worse. <laughs> and I generally come to the conclusion that they probably just didn't invite me. Like, yeah, they, you know, here's that. The- it's not a reflection on me. It just is what it is. I think that. For starters, we'll get this out of the way. Like some friends are bad Mm -hmm. because we can't focus on that the whole episode. Like some of them are going to be shitty and some of them aren't the best (laughs) friends for you. And people who are making plans in front of you generally are not going to be the Mm. nicest people unless it's Mm. like a very specific activity to them where it makes sense. Like, oh, well, I see you next week for knitting class. Like, sure, that, you know, is a casual drop that it makes sense that maybe they would say in front of you. But, you know, if you're getting a bad feeling where like, all the time you feel left out in your friendship with these specific people, that might be something to reinvestigate and you might want to prioritize different people a little bit more. However, I think as an adult, I've learned that people also have very specific groups for different vibes. Like some people have college friends, some people have work friends. Sometimes they want to like get this very specific feeling with a very specific group of people that isn't exactly you all the time, but you're a different one that's equal and not like less than it's just a different kind of experience yeah because I mean I I know that to be true yeah I know like if I'm doing something and I'm like who should I invite to this oh this this is the person I want to hang out with for this you know Mm -hmm. right like if I'm gonna go to tea I'm gonna invite a different person than if I want to go to a club and if I want to have game night that might not be the same friends that I invite to like go on a boat somewhere you know there's different like people have different vibes and it's hard to describe like (laughs) also I think sometimes when people I think maybe sometimes if you have friend trauma and you're used to being a person who's been left out before sometimes people are making plans in front of you but like you are invited they just don't explicitly (laughs) say yeah you know like and you you assume that you're not you know because you're like well why would they invite me um but they wouldn't be having that conversation at the table with everybody there if you were not part of that conversation you know Mm -hmm. um and like it is hard it is hard like 
you're gonna have moments where you get that with where that friend trauma comes back up and you're like everyone hates me and what's going on but it's not it's probably not true yeah yeah and like as we said there are some that are like if you felt this so many times maybe look into that talk to someone else get like a second opinion of someone who knows you both and maybe just feel that out you trust your intuition really we don't know it as well as you do but (laughs) or I, I think about things like Okay, like the other day, um, I had to come home because we had to record our bonus episode. So I left early from what we were doing that day, like me and my friends. Mm-hmm. And they were going on a boat. Um, well, they were doing like a ferry tour. Mm. And I was like, oh, I got to go record. Um, and I was like, I left and I was invited. I know I was invited. I know I would have been welcomed. I know that they weren't on the boat going, Ellie didn't come on the boat. And so guess what? She's not our friend anymore. I know they weren't sitting on the boat saying we shouldn't have even invited her if she wasn't going to go on the boat. I know this <laughs> logically, but in my head, in my heart, I saw the pictures of them on the boat and I said, well, they hate me now. Well, and everyone's mad at me for not going on the boat. Well, there's something about seeing a photo of like all of your friends and you're not in the photo. <laughs> it's like, oh, Like, even if you were invited and like, I've had that just with like friends going out where they'll invite me a couple times and I keep saying no. And then they go out to like a bar or a club and I don't get invited. And I'm like, wow. I know. And I would have said no, but like, I guess they didn't even want me to come. They didn't beg me to come. So they must not like me that much. Oh my God. And I know, and I know that it's wrong. I know, I know, I know that I shouldn't be like, they have to invite me to everything, even if they know that I'm busy and I'm going to say no. Like, they mm-hmm. have to. And actually, they shouldn't even hang out together if right. I can't be there. <laughs> like, all of those things are not not logical. But it's really hard when you have that, like, being left out or friendship trauma. If you've had people be very cruel to you. Yeah. If you've ever been in that fight or flight situation where, like, I think this happens sometimes in school when, like, you don't really have a lot. You don't have as many options of friends. Like mm-hmm. the people that you're growing up with are the people that you're going to be spending time around. So even if they're not the best friends, at least you don't have no friends. Yeah. And you're sort of stuck in that situation. Um, I, it, it can it can be really hard. It can be really hard not to assume the worst, mm-hmm. especially like I used to get this. I don't get it as much anymore because I, I think I just have really good friends now who don't make me feel this way. But like I used to wake up after drinking and being out with my friends so convinced that I did something wrong I said something wrong I fucked up in some way they're not going to want to be my friend anymore it was so bad in college that I would wake up and immediately text every single one of my friends and if they didn't respond in my head I said I must have fucked up with that person and I did something wrong oh my god oh it was really bad and I would feel sick to my stomach if like for example my friend didn't respond for like three hours in my head it's not she's sleeping it's she thinks I did this thing or she hates me or she whatever and I would like throw up in the toilet because I was so anxious well I think that you and I try really hard especially with each other and I'm sure with like other friends too but I know we both know that about each other so we'll Mm -hmm. even if there's like an awkward vibe like last week we had an awkward vibe (laughs) awkward vibe and then before we hung up we're like hey like I love you so much look at me I love you (laughs) I could never be mad at you I could never hate you and like we say that to each other so explicitly whenever there's anything that could be I think interpreted that way because we know Mm -hmm. that we also can feel that way and we don't want each other to feel that way and I think that's good I think that that's a good practice like if if you're open about this with your friends they'll probably be more clear with you (laughs) and be like by the way Kelly you're also invited like or like (laughs) (laughs) no I know I know I mean you're a friend who loves you enough to understand that about you will definitely make sure you feel like part of things and like it should feel I mean I don't know the right friends make it feel like really effortless yeah like it doesn't feel like you're like always the third wheel or always forcing yourself into something that like oh my god the worst you, feeling I know I know I know I know oh it was like all of college until senior year when I finally had friends who liked me that was but like it's fine all my life until college so all pre-college but then college oh I found so much friends. worse <laughs> 
<laughs> but I went to five different elementary schools, like moved oh. around. So I like really didn't. I was never anyone's. Yeah. Everyone always had like forever friends. So it's just yeah. hard to find. It's hard. Yeah, it's hard. Friendship is look. Friendship is tough. It's the most important and most beautiful thing in the world. And it can yeah. also be so hard and so painful and just like so, so much navigation that you have to do within your own heart because people generally are not trying to hurt you and generally are not trying to be dicks. Mm-hmm. Um, but like we all have sensitivities. And so I would and I'm not trying to gaslight you, but if you are the person who wrote in to us being like, what do I do if friends are making plans in front of me and I'm not invited? Make sure it really is that you're not invited. And if, yeah. if that is actually happening, if they're like, no, it's you're sorry. It's like just this kind of friend or, you know, like really being like mm-hmm. rude about it. Like those are bad friends and you should try and have maybe not those friends. But there is a good chance that like sometimes we leave ourselves out because it's less painful than putting ourselves out there, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. in case of rejection. Yeah. And also like just make sure the plans aren't something like specific, <laughs> like if I'm with Chrissy and someone else and I'm like, oh, and by the way, we should do Tacos Tuesday. I'm so excited for eating Tacos Tuesday or something right. like that. Right. It's like, that. well, we live together. We live together. So, so we're going to have Tacos Tuesday. It's not because we don't love you, but sometimes. But you know. Yeah. You have roommate things. Um, But yeah, it's it's hard. And I'm sure that like you, if you're listening to this and it's something you've been questioning, you probably know in your heart because that feeling of forcing yourself into oh. situations is so evident. Like I, I think it is and I've had the anxiety and I've had the actual like knowing and I think they are distinct when you really think They're about very it. Different. So we leave it to you. Oh. We leave it to you. <laughs> I really, like, really try to repress. But I... Like, what that felt like. I got to a point that I didn't even care and I was forcing myself into so many things because I was just like, please. I But I got to a point where I was like, it's either this or I sit at home, so I'll just be somewhere where no one wants me. (laughs) People are going to be polite to me, I guess. I'm going to end up alone, like, okay. That's okay, though. I And again, look, I don't think... You end up fine. (laughs) I wonder if we do have any listeners in that phase. If you if you are in a college before then phase where no one likes you, have faith. So many people like us these days. <laughs> no, yeah. If you're currently in that phase, just know it gets better. It does. Yeah. So many of my friends like relate to this and they're the most <laughs> incredible people. Well, I also think we've all tr- we try a little harder to be good friends if you've ever been in this we position. We do. <laughs> We do. We we sort of overcorrect, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, the first few times I hung out with Julia, I kept, like, bringing things. Like, I brought flowers one time. I brought, like, food items. Totally I brought... And she was like, felt. you always bring such fun stuff. And I was like, I know. It's because I think no yeah. one will like me. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> I need you to like me. You're all freak out. Yeah. Anyways... <laughs> And that will always follow me. Anyway, should we do tarot card of the week? Yeah, let's do tarot card of the week. I will just say, you know what? In the wise words of John Mulaney, your friends don't all hate you. You just need to go to sleep. Wow. That's nice of him to say that. That was lovely of him to say. That generally helps too. Especially if you have anxiety. That's like the worst. Oh my God. But that's like not real. That's a lie, you know? There's something that I wanted to mention really quick that I forgot in the catching up. Um, I, you know how I'm taking those online classes. Okay, so there's this math class that I could not pass in college and I dropped out. I don't have a degree. But then I found out on this edX.com, they have that math class and the verified certificate that you can transfer for credit is $50. So if you're potentially like not in college Wait. yet or you haven't gotten your degree, I would look Wait. into... <laughs> I would look into the potential of like because it's similar to when you do like a community college that's cheaper yeah. and then you do a regular college for the like next two years looking into those options of potential like cheaper online credits that have transferable options could save you a lot of money and this class it gives you a year to finish it online and in my college it was only a semester so it's crazy I don't know look into it maybe if that's something that applies to you applies to me I didn't get a degree (laughs) you just need one class though I know I know I really could just do it 
I mean, whatever. No, it's fine. What am I going to do with a French minor? Like, I... <laughs> something. Something interesting. Oh, surely. Anyways, what's our tarot card of the week this week? What do we need to know going in to this beautiful, wonderful, beautiful, fascinating week? Okay. Oh, oh okay. Hmm. Oh. It's not a great card. That's okay. Honestly, prob- I need on... I need... I need truth. You need honesty yeah. and truth. Well, it's not a okay. It's not inherently bad because none of them are inherently bad, but it's kind of an intense card. Um, so we got the tower. Okay. So the tower is about extreme change, new foundations, transformation, and psyche. So, yeah. It seems like maybe something is going to shake us up this week. Like we're going to have like a little mm-hmm. moment this week. Um, where you might have to change the way you see something like mm. you um, something is going to change and we don't know what it is, but something new is going to begin. Not all not necessarily a bad thing, but certainly something new is going to happen. So kind of interesting. I mean, I could use some new shit. I feel like I've been in a bit of a routine, maybe a bit of a rut. Yeah, I was going to ask, could it potentially be that we need to shake things up or would it be? It could be. Okay. No, it absolutely could be that like it's giving you the advice of like Mm. this is an action you should take to try and like turn your life upside down a little bit, Mm. shake things up, do something new. Um, There's a lot of different ways that you can interpret. I love, but I needed to hear that. I needed to hear that. I've been a little bit lazy, a little bit lazy. Oh, whatever. (laughs) Who cares? (laughs) Not me. I don't care. You'll love me anyway, even when I'm so lazy. I love you always. So lazy. Well, our birthday pigs. We love Mm -hmm. to shout out our birthday pigs because there's five of you now. There are five of you now, and you're just so lovely and wonderful. And oink oink. Um, (laughs) we would love to shout out Flower Pig, Katie, Maya, Nathan, and Isla. Was that all of them? That was all of them. I. Love you guys so, 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 so much. We hope you had a good week. If you didn't, you know, you're in the right place. And I hope you have a better one next week. Um, But yeah, have a good day. Have a good night wherever you are, whatever you're doing. I hope it's a great one. We will catch you on our next drive. And if you want to hear our episode where we talk about the sororities and caffeine break Mm. and Ellie's dates, Mm. then Mm. it's the Patreon episode this week. And that's patreon.com slash late night drive pod. Thank you for coming to late night drive. We hope you enjoy the drive. Okay, giving Ariana Grande. (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Thank <laughs> you.